0: Hey everyone, it's the Monty Man, and you are about to take part in the experience, the strength, and the hope of this episode of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Three, two, one, zero. You Yeah you come here for a minute I wanna to talk to you
1: Mama says your brain dead bang your head against the wall Can't find peace of mind brain needs an overhaul I'm telling you the truth. I'm you the truth. Man, I ain't, ain't gonna lie to you.
0: No, I wouldn't lie to you, baby. Uh. Uh-uh. We're all the same. the same. Saved by grace is the name of the game. Turn around, hit, hit the, the ground. ground. Time, time to lay, lay your burden, burden down. down. Well, welcome, welcome aboard to another episode of the Tank Twelve Recovery Radio Show. Uh, Available now for you, of course, on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, WordPress, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever social media is available on all your podcasting platforms. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, I am in the studio solo today as far as uh, bodies in the studio, but definitely not solo today on the phone. Uh, My guest is Mr. Chris Jones. And we're going to be doing this show without any uh, public service announcements or commercial interruptions or anything because we want to dedicate this show uh, to to, uh, his story of experience, strength, and hope. Listen, my guest started playing guitar when he was 13 years old. The first song he ever learned was Dead Cities by The Exploited. But since he spent most of his teen years in and out of jail, well, he didn't start his first band until his 20s. After a few stints in prison, he started playing with the barroom heroes in early 2000s and now is the front man for the heroes. Now Chris says, I'm having more fun playing rock and roll now than I ever have. I love all kinds of music, punk, reggae, country, metal, pretty much all genres have something to offer if you have an open mind. I will play music until the day I die, he says. It's the most powerful way to communicate, and it's where I truly come alive. Chris says he loves God and his family, and he does his best to love people and life in general. Life is too short, Chris says, to live with resentment and anger, bitterness and jealousy. Tomorrow is not promised, so live Love and rock. Chris Jones of the Heroes, welcome to the Take 12 of the W Radio Show. Hey, brother, how you doing, buddy?
2: My brother, what's up, man? <laughs> There's a lot of nice things you said about me right now. <laughs> well, hey, listen,
0: how is Orange County this time of year?
2: Oh, man, let me tell you. Well, it's, uh, it's probably like 68, 70 degrees.
0: 70. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're I a rat. Here. You're a rat. You know that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we got it's a flood out here. Your show, bro. Well, thank you. We got a little flood out here outside of the studio, and it's not sunny. And and but but I'll I'll uh, pick it up by osmosis over the phone lines. Uh, Chris, it's it's good to have you on. We have a mutual fin- friend, Mr. Roger McDermott, uh, who really is the one that kind of got us together. Right.
2: Yeah, he's an amazing man. Yeah. He's a pillar of yeah. sobriety and Christianity, and he's, just, he's, a, he's an amazing human being for sure. I'm, I'm blessed to know that guy.
0: Yeah, he's something else. Uh, so, Chris, I know you're listening. Uh, power on, my brother. Uh, you've been a supporter of Take 12 Recovery Radio for a very long time, and um, he, he really helps to to prom- promote what we do and help sponsor us. Uh But this show is about your story of experience, strength, and hope. And you sound pretty healthy today, my friend, but that wasn't always the case. What was going on?
2: No, it wasn't. Um, Okay, so what it was like. Um, You know, I I remember being, um, I remember being, well, I've, I've always been an overachiever as far as like, if I like something, I mean, I I just want to do, I want to be the best at it. And I've just always been that way. Um, I was a straight A student. I was always really good at sports, uh, pretty much. I just was able to pick up things, you know, and learn it and, and be good at it. Right. And, um, I just remember, there's, there's almost, there's a burden that comes along with that because you're never good enough. You can never really, you know, there's always somebody better. So you never really have achieved when you live life like that. You want to, you know, you have to be the best. It's a, it's a, mm. it's a bar that I set for myself. That's impossible to hit. So, um, I just, you know, I remember carrying that as a kid and, and, and never really feeling comfortable in my own skin. And, and so when I found, I remember <coughs> the first time I ever got drunk, <clears throat> um, I think I was in eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade, maybe like real drunk. I I drank a fifth of uh, of gin, like of all things, and uh, or wow. a handle, a handle, not a fifth, but a handle. Like me and my buddy just swigged off a handle of gin, and, and I, I mean, like that was my first like drunk, and I like I threw up thirty five times. I mean, I almost died of alcohol poisoning on my sure. first drunk, you know?
0: Yeah. So yeah. that
2: should have been a red flag, but you know <laughs> you know what we do we were like it eh, wasn't so bad i mean right. you know i didn't die or anything so you know uh you know i just justified it or whatever i did but um that was the beginning and that's that's pretty much the way i used like that was a that's a great picture of the way that i used drugs and alcohol right there yeah. i mean i just and so my teen years were probably man i'm just I'm just so lucky to be alive today, man. I started shooting up heroin when I was 16, and because wow. um, alcohol and weed and everything else wasn't doing for me anymore, and and uh, I guess my teen years were were I, it was probably the worst ever because. You know, I was one of those guys, like I wasn't just a junkie, like I was the junkie that ripped you guys off. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, yeah, I'll go get you some dope. And then I'd never come back. Like, I was a, I was a creep, man. Well, you like, know, you worst, know what, Chris, the though? worst of the worst. You right?
0: know what? You know what, Chris, I got to tell you, though, the amount of times that I got ripped off um, probably saved my life. So you you may have saved somebody's life by ripping well, off and not bringing them back. <laughs> that's a good way to look
2: at it. <laughs> I think I'll look at it that way.
0: Yeah, you on. bet. You're a hero, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that's what the CD is. Uh, I mean, the group's called, right? So there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I mean, like, so I I was like, unfortunately for me. I like I I don't know if I hated myself or I just 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 didn't want to be me and I didn't want to be here so bad that I constantly looked to be on something. And and so anyway, my my teen years in my early 20s, uh, you know, filled with county jail rehabs, uh, you know, just devastation, destruction and all that, you know, stuff that comes along with it. And, um, you know, family upset, you know. My parents got divorced when I was 14, so, you know, there wasn't, like, a real family unit or anything like that, um, but... Uh,
0: Do you think that had an impact on, on why you were medicating?
2: I think that, for me, I think it does for a lot of people, and I know that it did affect me, but, see, my, I mean... and, and, and let me just start by saying I do not blame my parents for anything. I own my own stuff. I mean, sure. every, We all had, everybody's got a part in something and I get that, but yeah, you know what I mean? But everybody's just doing the best they can. So, you know, you can't blame. Right. You can't, and, and, and blaming doesn't do anything at all. It just, it holds you hostage for the rest of your life. So you might as well Amen. own your stuff and, and, and get well, you know, yeah, get healthy, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, um, I think that my, they, our family dynamic was already going, it was, it was imploding anyway. I just remember being on, I'm, I was like, what, 14, I'm smoking a cigarette off the end of my driveway, and my mom comes out and says, hey, I'm divorcing your dad, and my response was, well, at least you get to leave. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, huh. and, I, and the psychologist that I was seeing at the time said, no, Chris shouldn't go with his mom, he should stay here with his dad. So my mom moved to California. I was living in Phoenix, by the way. I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. My mom moved to California, and I stayed there with my dad. And like two days later, my dad kicked me out, and I was running the streets. And, and, you know, I don't blame my dad for kicking me out because I was on drugs, you know?
0: Sure, sure.
2: So that's just, you know, that's what started it. And then I started dealing drugs. I dropped out of high school, blah, 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 you know. And uh, anyway, so I I just ran, you know, running and gunning, um, early 20s uh started uh manufacturing methamphetamine. Thought that would be a good career move. Mm-hmm. And um turns out it isn't. So if you're thinking about cooking meth, that's a bad bad uh, career idea. move. <laughs> not the healthy work environment. Yeah the retirement but, plan
0: isn't too good either. No,
2: no it's not. <laughs> so uh, you know, needless to say, um I started going to prison. I I got busted. This is this is kind of funny. Um, I got busted with a with a lab in Laguna Beach, California. And If you've ever heard of Laguna Beach, man, it's oh, yeah. like this artsy, rich town where, you know, you just wouldn't even hear about even people doing meth in Laguna Beach. You know what I mean? Right, I got right. busted with a freaking
0: lab there. Right, <laughs> right. That's crazy, brother. <laughs> I made the
2: papers, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like you said, I got my, I, I, my life was saved that day. Yeah. I mean, I was dying, bro. I, I was, uh, shooting, a, uh, shooting a 16th of, of glass.
0: Yeah. Just to, wow.
2: Just then my organs would start working. I'd be like, Oh, I'm hungry. Let's go get something to eat. Cause if I didn't shoot up, I would just
0: fall asleep. Right. Right. And So, because yep. I'd been up for two months, you know,
2: maybe yep. sleeping a day here and there, it's just, it's just nuts, man. And, uh, So, you know, God saved me and I got arrested and I did about, um, I did, uh, three years in prison, uh, that stint and, um, I got out and, uh, you know, violated, went back. And then finally what happened was, um, I'm on parole. I violated again. I'm in Orange County jail and, um, man, I'm done. I, you know, and these, uh, um, these, uh, Hispanic inmates, uh, started singing at one 30 in the morning oh. and I told them to shut up. And these Hispanic <laughs> inmates were gang members. And so I find myself up on the roof the next day with about eight gang members that want to jump me. And, um, that was it for me. It was like, okay. I, I immediately, I, I think God showed me the culmination of my life choices up to this point. Right, and I was like, "Okay, this is my life right now. I'm, I'm I'm about to just fight eight gang members over nothing." Wow. And um, and I, you know what, I I I don't know. I took my way out of it. Whatever. Um, I didn't end up having to fight them, but I remember praying, and I said, God listen, um, I'm done. You know, I, I prayed to you many times, get me out of this, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And I've just never given you the time of day, but I'm telling you, God, if you, if you help me out here, I will try the only thing I've never tried before. And that is to be totally sober work. You know, I'll start going to the, you know, I'll go to rehab. I'll go, I'll start working a program this time. I'll just go to rehab and, and, and cruise. I'll actually get busy you know, so I called my parole officer and I said, I know you don't have any reason to believe me, but if you let me go to a, a, a rehab, you know, I, I'll never be a problem for you again. And he said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'll do it. And If you violate, I will, I will give you the maximum. Like I will send you away. And um, I ended up doing the thing I've never done before. I actually got a sponsor. I actually worked the steps in a row. One through twelve with a sponsor. Then I started sponsoring guys and giving back and it just started building in me. First of all, I couldn't believe I was sober. And um, you know, the first couple years are kind of scary because it's different. You don't know, you know, how do I go how do I go see a band play sober? How do you do that? Right. You know, how do I how do I go on a camping trip and not, you know worry about how much beers I'm bringing, you know, how do you, you know, how do you live life and not party? And so I just, you know, but, but luckily for me, Orange County is like a a recovery Mecca. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I just met a lot of cool people, man. And I found out that, that, that people in sobriety, we're just as crazy. And, and, you know, we're just as fun and nuts and, and, you know, and yeah, you know what I mean? As we no, were absolutely. when we were high, we just don't do. You know, we don't rip each other off. We don't lie anymore. We try not to, right? We try right, not to right. lie anymore. And right. then, you know, we, we we try to take the high road and do the right thing. And, and you know, we're, but we're still nuts. You know, we're still fun. We're still, you know, we still. I, I just found out that that man, you can just ha- you can have more fun in sobriety because for me, anyway, because the way I drink and use, bro. It's like, I mean, my outcome is, you know, there's blood, you know, people upset, there's handcuffs or something, something bad. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but I guarantee you something that will rock my whole life and the lives around me. Well, it's going to happen, you know? you know. So,
0: well, this is today, Chris. Th- Chris, this ahead. is a good place to. Uh, I I, I want to interject this song here because I want I want to launch and and I want you to hold that thought. So I want you to continue with this, but but when you talk about staying crazy, okay, because you were in bands before the heroes, true? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and they weren't always glorifying God, right? No, not at all. Right. And, and and so you're in the, you're the front man for this band, the Heroes, which is down in Orange County. Uh, we want to talk about them some more, but let's let's go ahead and and play this first song, "Put Me in the Sunshine," and then let's pick up your story where you just left off. Uh, tell tell us about this.
2: Okay, well, I wrote this song. This is this song is actually about paroling. Ah. Um, um, it's "Put Me in the Sunshine," you know, like. Uh, it's about uh, getting out it's, and it's not just about me it's about you know every single she, human being that's ever struggled with addiction you know or, or alcoholism and 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 you know you've gone to jail and it's the songs about getting out with that mindset that that when I was getting out to, to do the do. When I was getting out to really give life a shot, to really give recovery a shot, to really give God a shot in my life, like allow truth and and goodness to come in, it's that's what it's about, man. It's about getting out and finally doing something different. So it's called "Put Me in the Sunshine." All
0: right, here we go. Here is Chris Jones and the Heroes from their CD, "Beautiful Disaster." Put Me in the Sunshine. My guest is Mr. Chris Jones. Uh, Put me in the sunshine by uh, the Heroes. Uh, you can visit their website at theheroesoc.com. dot uh, Chris, you guys, you guys know what you're doing, man. That's obvious just by listening to that song. You got a great band, brother.
2: Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now we left off. You were talking about we're still crazy, even though we're sober. Uh, we're clean, and we're 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 doing life now on... Uh, heck with life on life's terms. We're doing life on God's terms, right? Yeah,
2: well, amen to that. For yeah. Sure, which, is, which is even different than living life on life's terms. You yeah. know what I mean? Living life on God's terms is a whole different cha-cha. And, and um, uh, Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, the more that I get to know Jesus, the more that I get to... to the more that I uh, allow myself to walk in the spirit, to flow in the spirit, to live life with God, with all my character defects, with all my strengths, with everything, just allowing God to accept me for who I like, to use me for who I am. I mean, obviously God accepts me, but me accepting that, you right. know what I mean? Like, right. and, and then allowing God to just... Work on me, man. Just work on me from the inside out. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, like, because here's the thing. In sobriety, and I I, I thank you, AA, for saving my life. Thank Amen. you, 12 Steps, for t- saving my Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. And, you know, AA it, it saved my life. God saved my soul.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, man. AA
2: yeah, is it, it, the road. Yeah, you know it's it's a it's a road to getting you know your your, your higher power right it right starts with a higher power because that's easy to swallow sure. And I get that sure when I first got sober I was not ready to accept Jesus as my lord and savior I wasn't man that was too much for me yeah it's just too much and you know I think a lot of us that come from total dysfunction and chaos you know that's gonna be a long road I mean yeah. I'm not saying God can't just you know obviously just flip somebody inside out right there at the moment. He does that. He does that. But for a lot of us, it's a process. You know what I mean? For a lot of us, it's like, cause God's true. He don't change. It's about me and my perception and allowing mm. my pride, ego, you know, all the damage from my past, all the lenses that I look at life through. I look at God through, right? Yeah. So, So if I've had a bad experience with a father figure, you know, I have a problem with a father figure in my life at first. You know, I'm going to have a problem with authority if I've been going to jail my whole life. You know, I've ran into bad cops and and jailers that, you know, and so I have my own perception of what authority looks like. Well, listen, God is so good, you guys. He Mm. is, this is, he's not one of those, you know, authority figures. Right. He's he's here to, he he loves us, man. And, and, and the thing that, uh, I think that my, my stance, or if you were to say, what, what is your mantra for life, man? It's, I want to be one of the ones that rises out of the ashes of dysfunction, man. I was tagged and bagged. not, not for intimacy, not for honesty, not for, for, uh, uh, you know, to know what, what a healthy whole relationship looks like, you know, in general, I didn't know. I I was talking back for none of that, Mm. but, but God, Mm. but Jesus moved in. I, I, I did one thing. I said, okay, all right, God, with what little faith that I have, Jesus, I, with what little faith that I have, I'm going to, I believe that you died for me. Okay. I don't really understand it all. I don't really understand you, but I am willing I, I just want you to be my Lord. I can't do it. I, 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 I'm asking you to to do it. I'm asking you to come to my life and change me. You change my perception. You change my heart. You change, you know, my my patterns.
0: Well, because we you know yeah. what what I hear you say is something that we misunderstand a lot of times in our twelve step support rooms. Is we get this impression that we're the ones that need to be working on our character defects. When it's him that does that,
2: Amen. Yeah. And here's here, let me give you another little curveball. He doesn't take all of them away.
0: Yeah, interesting, isn't it?
2: <laughs> he'll he'll take some of them away, but he'll leave some of them with us. And I truly believe this with all of my heart. One to keep us humble. Yeah. I mean, you know, otherwise we will get all that in a bag of chips. We're humans; we do that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Well, some at- of them he's called us to trust him. Yep, And manage those things. Like, for one, for instance, I'm super sensitive. Right. I'm a sensitive guy. I'm a touchy feely guy. Yeah, I'm me too.
0: Yeah, me too. The,
2: the dark side to that is I'm a sensitive guy. And yeah, I right. Can get offended <laughs> really easily. Right. Yep. yep. And I used to. I used to get offended all the time, but I've done I, another 12 step program, Al-Anon. I'm I'm a I'm a recovering codependent as well as a recovering addict.
0: Yeah, amen so to that, brother. <laughs>
2: I sewed in my I sewed into my life through Al Anon. Yeah. And I began to learn that you know what? Uh you know, I don't have to react to other people's stuff. Like I don't have to. I can respond. Hey, I can draw what's it called? A boundary? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. I can I can draw a boundary with somebody and I don't have to punch them in the face or break a window? Really?
0: Yeah, imagine that. I could
2: just say, no, you know, or something like that. Like, all these, and it seems so simple and stupid, but for me, it was truly an aha moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, ever since I've learned, you know, it's like the survival skills that I used to get myself through life don't work anymore they don't Mm. work in a life Mm. if you want a life of of true intimacy with human beings you know where where people can be themselves and you can be yourself and it's safe you know that's intimacy um honesty a a life full of peace and joy i mean you can have that you really can but you have to allow right the world to to be
0: themselves, you know you can't what? Let. Go ahead. You can't. No, no, I was gonna just echo that because I remember, uh, and I'm like you. I, I, I'm uh, I'm very nostalgic, almost to the point of being pathetic sometimes. I mean, you got to take the year your high school yearbook and shut it. You know, I mean, after a few years, otherwise you you live in all the the past the stuff past. and everything. You know, uh, and. and uh, I was going through this time in my life uh where I had a temporary sponsor cuz my my original sponsor had gone back out and I was so devastated and I just I I couldn't pull my diaper up man I just couldn't do it and this guy looks at me and he just wasn't a very nice guy I mean he, his approach was pretty rough and he looked at me and he, he just he grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and he says when are you going to get it through your thick skull that you you are one hundred percent powerless over other people's choices? You can influence, you can discourage, you can contribute, but their choices are their choices. Grow up! And I was like, "Wow, that's really that's good
2: wisdom, right there." That is a that's lot wisdom. of wisdom, man. Yeah, and,
0: and it knocked a little bit of sense into me. And I was like, "And and that's that was when I started learning emotional sobriety, how to stand on my own two feet, regardless." What other people do, the environment, and irrit- other irritants. And so I'm with you, man. Absolutely.
2: Amen. Yeah. Right on. Amen.
0: Let's listen to this next song, How I've Changed. Tell us about it.
2: Okay. Well, I, I wrote this song when I, when I first got sober. And I, I, you know, that just like I told you, I asked God, you know, help me out. Uh, he sent me to this program in Orange County uh called uh, i don't know if i'm allowed to say but it's called nancy clarks and and uh, it's, you know convicts can go there and get sober and great and uh i was sitting in the living room and i wrote this song it's called how i've changed it's it's. i knew my heart was different i knew i was ready to recover i knew i was i was ready so that's what it's All right.
0: about. here we go how i've changed Wow, that's powerful stuff. Mr. Chris Jones, the uh, rock band, the heroes from their CD, uh, Beautiful Disaster. And I'm going to show this, guy. See that you guys are watching on YouTube. Here is the uh, the CD artwork, uh, the heroes from Beautiful Disaster. Uh, listen, you can uh, purchase this CD by going to theheroesoc.com. And you can do that. You can put, put push pause and do that right now. Or... You could win this CD along with a T-shirt from the heroes. And what we're going to do is we're going to give away one of these CDs and one of these T-shirts to the fifth email. You email me at take12radio at comcast.net. That's T-A-K-E, the number 12, radio at comcast.net dot net and the fifth email we're going to send uh, your contact information so you need to give us your phone number your address your email address your mailing address so we can send this off to chris so he can send you your price so the fifth email coming in uh we'll get that out to you chris thank you for giving that away by the way
2: absolutely yeah absolutely. you can also if you know it's on itunes uh, the album's on iTunes, Spotify. It's on all those, you know. Yeah. So you know you can get that. You can get it there too if you don't want to go to the website or whatever. So tell,
0: tell us about tell us about this band and these amazing artists that you have with you.
2: Well, I mean, I I'm man, I'm just I'm so blessed to be playing with the guys that I play with. Uh, I mean, I, I guess when you you know you play music long enough, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just good guys want to start you know, coming alongside you, and, you know, as a songwriter, you know, I, I just really appreciate everything, uh, the guys in my band, Johnny Ray Bartell, uh, Steve Byers, and David Light, uh, they, they just bring such a quality, I mean, they, they made my songs great, you know, they, they're, they're good, but I think they made them great, a lot better, you know, um, with their, with their talent, so I'm, I'm just honored uh to that I got to make this record with those guys for sure.
0: what kind of venues do you play uh, chris
2: House of Blues um, you know bigger venues uh, I mean we'll play local bars and stuff um, when when it's you know when it's called for or whatever, sure, but sure. um we play like the bigger venues,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah so what has been been your most challenging? Uh, performance would you say since you've been with the heroes any interesting stories
2: Hmm, a challenging performance um i would say <laughs> <laughs> um well, not, not really i mean because here's the thing i mean i've come to a place in sobriety that Like, thank God, you know, I'm I'm able to be in situations where everybody's like getting drunk and it doesn't bother me anymore. Right. Um,
0: right.
2: And I don't have to have, you know, another sober person with me. It's just, I've just, which I strongly suggest for anybody in recovery. I mean, I'm not, I I strongly suggest that if, and if I can take somebody sober with me, I will, you know what I mean? But I don't have to now. I don't have to. I'm like, Okay. And so, right, right. um, you know, that just enables me to have a good time. I mean, there was, I think there was, you know, a while in first in early sobriety where it was maybe a little more difficult, but I was so happy. I mean, see, the thing for me is, if I'm drunk, man. I'm arrested. Like I'm on parole. I'm on, you know, I'm doing anger management classes. I'm, you know, it's like, ugh, mm. just all that stuff. Yeah. So. I was just enjoying being sober.
0: Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? right,
1: right.
2: So for me, it was just this whole brand new, you know, I, I just don't think I, I, when you say what's your most difficult show, I, I don't really have one, man. Yeah. I, I love it so much. I don't, you know.
0: So speak, speak to this issue of, because because we, we know in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it, it does talk to, about coming to a place in, in your journey where, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically, you got to be able to shop for your vegetables, even though they're across the aisle from the beer, right? You can't be limited to to where, where you go. Um, I mean, otherwise, you just got to lock yourself in your house. You got to you got to be able to 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 go to the wedding where there may be drinking going on and pay your respects and, and congratulate the bride and the groom and, and be able to go places where life is happening. I mean, obviously you're not going to go, you know, hanging out and shooting galleries and things like that, but life goes on around you. Many people are able to drink with impunity. Uh, I have my own opinions about that, but that is the truth. Um, speak to those that might be saying, wow, I mean, you're a Christian, you're in this band. How could you possibly be playing in bars? Speak to that for me, would you?
2: Well, okay. Um, the, the bottom line is, and and this is, I, I believe this, and and let me start out by saying that um, if you call God your higher power, I, I, that's that's I, I am not knocking that out at all. Right. But I couldn't not use this platform to at least tell you that your higher power his name is Jesus and and he is God and he is praying for you and and if you will allow yourself to just be open to him coming in and and and, and, and him now he's created your program that you're working into a spiritual more spiritual program that you're working in. and i'm trying to be careful with my words because i don't want to discourage anybody that's doing the program that doesn't call jesus christ the lord and savior okay i'm not trying to shove nothing down anybody's throat right but i do have to use this opportunity to Amen. let you know that he's real and that he loves you we're on the same page
0: brother you. we're on the same page man <laughs> absolutely
2: OK, cool. So um, for me, that's why I think that I'm able to be comfortable in my own skin today is because of me pressing into the source mm. and finding out who I really am yeah. and being OK with that guy. Yeah, that's the breakthrough. Because, and that's what we're really all looking for when we start doing the steps. It's like, can I just be OK? Yeah. I just want to be OK. Yeah, and I'm I'm letting you know I, I this is what has made me feel okay. This is why I can be in a bar, and and be a light. You know, I just want to be a light. And I'm not I'm not in there, quoting scripture. Right. I'm in there loving on people, just right where they're at. And Amen. they they notice that I have a diet coke in my hand.
0: That's great. Instead yeah. of a
2: you know Budweiser. Yeah. You know what I mean. And, yeah. And I don't even flaunt that, man. I'm just living life with them, just like Jesus would you know, and guess who they call when, when things go sideways.
0: Yep. I've experienced you know I mean? that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I get to
2: pray for him. Then I get to minister to him. Then I get to, you know, and, and, and so it, it all. It, I believe, you know, uh, how do I say this? It's just, I'm on a mission, but I'm, I'm, I'm on a mission to love people right where they're at. I'm not on a mission to save anybody because I can't save anybody. I'm not on a mission to get people sober because I can't get people sober. I am on a mission to spread love, to to scream it from the rooftops. Hey, guys, I have been completely dysfunctional to the nth degree. If you want to talk about dysfunction, that's me, baby. <laughs> and I have risen out of the ashes of that. God has Show me a different way. I'm just screaming it from the rooftops that there's a different way, guys. You don't have to get, you know, you don't have to get divorced after divorce after divorce. There's a There's a new way to do relationships. You just have to learn. Like, we all think we should just know how to do relationships out of osmosis because we're human beings or whatever. Yeah. And that's yeah. not true. And yeah. we've had horrible examples in our
0: lives. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. So why would we know how to do relationships? Right. You know, we don't. Right. So we have to learn a new way. And and I just want everybody to know that there is a new way. That you don't, you know, you don't have to be with somebody that keeps cheating on you. You're worth more than that. Mm -hmm. And God has God has you. Don't be scared. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you you everybody that's listening to this, you are worth somebody like it they can't wait to be with you you should go where you're celebrated not tolerated you're worth more than that and if you were somebody that doesn't celebrate you you need
0: to really look at that you know amen Amen. well I, i i i couldn't agree more and and chris here's the thing what good is a light in a lit room right you know, yeah, exactly. you, you know, you, you got to go in the dark places to shine your light. That's, you know, having a light lit in a lit room is like hiding your light under a bushel. It, it makes no sense. And so so to my, my, my brothers and sisters of faith, listen to me. Uh, you may not be called to go into some of the dark places. It may not be any of your business to go there. Some people just aren't. But uh, you may be burdened by it, but you may not be called to it. But if you're called to it, don't shy away from it. I mean, we can, we have got in the church today, we've got to stop waiting for people to come to us. Right, Chris?
2: Oh, man, yeah. I, I mean, I'll just give you a little example. Um, I go to the gym. You know, it's my it's my get down. I figure if I'm going to be sober, I'm going to be in shape. So I go to the gym. And- yeah. I, I noticed this guy and i you know i talked to him and, and he's like yeah i just moved here from ohio you know Ah, right, cool you know i don't know man, and, you know it's working out like a month goes by and the holy spirit's like dude like you haven't even asked him to church he doesn't know anybody here and you haven't even asked him to church and it's like yeah you're right you know what i mean like how hard is that right how hard is that for me hey bro you know what, man? I know you don't know anybody here. I just wanted to invite you to church, and he came on Sunday. He wow! Came and he loved it, right? That's so, great. And it's not like, yay, look at you, Chris Jones, look at you go. It's not, man. Yeah. I'm just like, why wouldn't I want to share this with him? Yeah. Just invite, him. and I didn't say, hey, let me quote some scripture at you, bro. You know what I mean, Romans eight. You're going to go to hell if you don't come to church with me I didn't say none of that right. I just said hey man you want to come to church He's like oh man thank you so much And maybe he would have said no man I don't want to do that Okay no right. worries Just started asked yeah. you know, yeah. No big deal
0: That's That excellent. part's not tough That is excellent That is excellent stuff uh, The CD uh, folks watching on YouTube You can see the artwork right here The Heroes Beautiful Disaster uh, You go to the website At theheroesoc.com and, uh, and get this. You can go to the links on our page at take12radio.com as well. My guest is Chris Jones, frontman for this band. Uh, really a remarkable band. Uh, obviously sharing some very positive licks here. Um, we're gonna be closing out this show with Roll With Me, uh, the song Roll With Me. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Chris is, is there something that you'd like to take the next few minutes to just really drive home to the listeners?
2: Yes, um, it's this. Uh, no matter how jacked up your past is, no matter how jacked up you are right now,
1: mm.
2: um, there isn't. I have a solution. I, I really do, and it's man. It's it's just. If you can just surrender to the facts, one, hey, you're an addict. Admit it. Embrace it. Some people are blind. Some people have one arm. Some people have no legs. Mm. You're an addict. Oh, well, get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's what yeah. we are. Cool. All right. I've come to grips with it. Now I can live my life on purpose with that knowing that so it will affect all my decision making. You know, so be okay with that too. It's okay. It's all right. You know, I've come to be okay with the fact that I'm an addict, you know, it just, God didn't take that away from me. I still have an addictive personality. I don't, I don't drink and use, but, but you know, and I I do take things to the extreme still, or I can, and I'm aware of that, you know, I'm aware of that. So um, that also helps me manage other areas of my life, by the way, you know, when I feel like I'm getting excessive on, you know, the way I eat or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Even my exercise program, I can go, okay, you know, this is getting a little bit too excessive. I need to pull back, you know? So I know I'm able to do that today, but, um, but it's still, I want you to know that it still is very alive in me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Very. So, Oh, well, you know, God is still good. And, um, And I believe that he's left that thorn in my side, so it'll keep me humble. And and, and I will be active in that because it's a passion of mine to see people recover. I want to see people recover today. Um, And um, I want you to know that you can recover. Whatever has happened to you, however messed up you are right now in any way, shape, or form, relationally, spiritually, physically, uh, emotionally, or addictionally, um, I want you to know you can recover, mm. and um, mm. and I want you to reach out today. You know, and and if you have never given your life to Jesus, and 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 God's been tugging on your heart since you've been listening to this podcast, listen to me. Don't be scared. It, it's a good thing, man or woman. You know,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I want you to. I want. I'd like for you to say this little prayer. You just say, "Father God in heaven, thank you for your Son Jesus. I'm a sinner." And I need a Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life and change me.
0: Hmm.
2: I ask you to be my Lord and Savior today. And I declare over my own life that today I'm saved. Today I'm changed. God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, if you... Agree with that prayer in your heart. I, I want you to know that, that that it's it's a great day. I mean, you you've asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord. Let Him work in your life. Find a good Bible-based church. Uh, hopefully, you can find you know, uh, definitely find a church where you feel accepted and loved. Okay, yeah, that's important. And 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 keep going to meetings. Keep talking to your sponsor. Keep. Uh, sewing into your sponsees, keep giving back. It's it's the lifeblood of the way we operate, and you will find that you will, your life will be way beyond your expectations. God will way beyond meet your expectations if you're if you're consistent and you're faithful.
0: Oh, amen. I can't think of a better way to close out this show, Chris. Thank you so very much for being on the show with us.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure, Monty. I, I love you, brother. <laughs> I-, I
0: hope we get to hang out soon. I-, I think that would be incredibly awesome. So closing out, I just want to tell you, if you've prayed that prayer and you want some help finding uh, some different uh, connection points in your area, please don't hesitate to email us here at Take12Radio at Take12Radio at net. We can help you do that as well. Remember, the fifth email that comes in uh, all you got to do is say you want this CD, uh, The Hero's Beautiful Disaster, and make sure you send your all your contact information. We'll send that off to Chris so you can get a t-shirt and this CD with many more really incredibly powerful songs uh, that I know you'll absolutely enjoy. Chris, uh, take us out and explain to us this song, Roll With Me.
2: This one is special. It's last but not least, for sure. I wrote this song for my son when he was uh, when my wife was pregnant with him um, and still in her belly. And I believe it's a prophetic song. um, And it's really about God's love for his kids. It's how much God loves you. That's what this song's about.
1: I saw your face, my whole cheek for sure. My beating egg, and heart I don't hurt me anymore. Nice to meet you, I'll never leave your side. You're my everything in the apple of my eye, so, roll with me today. We'll conquer anything that gets in our way. Roll with me today. together and that's well I
0: have it the song roll with me the heroes and my guest mr chris jones listen to visit their website and listen to all their music and get their music visit www.theheroesoc.com and a very special thank you to my guest mr chris jones this week for sharing his experience strength and hope what it was like what happened and what it's like today From the Take 12 Recovery Radio family and the beautiful Willamette Valley, we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now.
1: This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Cause she's a super cat, super cat. She's super kitty. Meow. Yeah, kitty 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 kitty. Meow. <laughs> <laughs>